Hey y'all, this is Sable of Dallas. If you're here, that means you'll be listening to my story. A quick disclaimer before we get started. This is something real that I've never spoke about with anyone. So be prepared. Also, I'd like to thank Brenda for having me. And yeah, let's get started. Hey everyone, it's me, the adolescent parent, or Brenda. I'm here today with another boss babe. She, I'm at her work, but technically it's her home. And yeah, so introduce yourself. Say your name. Hey y'all, I'm Sable of Dallas. And you, and you're like an eyelash technician? Is that yes. what you mean? I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I specialize in lash extensions. Um, I do makeup and working on microblading. Hey. Yeah. That's what's up, girl. Thank you. So yeah, I'm here in her studio and it's really gorgeous. Like this is her her home, but she may have the spare room that she made like her lash studio and she like painted the walls like pink and there's glitter and just <laughs> feels super like girly in here. So one of the first things we talked about when we met today, cause today technically we're recording we're today, but we met today too. Mm-hmm. And um one of the things we talked about was how we both were pregnant in high school. Mm-hmm. So how old were you when you got pregnant, first of all? Oh. <laughs> um, so I got pregnant when I was 16. I had my son when I was 17. And did we go to high school together? We did go to high school together. Um, I remember seeing you, but yeah. I was always like, there <laughs> but know. not there yeah you know same, I, mean? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you mean <laughs> yeah yeah so um but the crazy thing that we found out today is that we both graduated from the same academy mm-hmm. and it, it goes it goes with um I don't know not everyone that goes there is a parent right but a, mo- a lot of girls that do do have kids yeah so it kind of like it helps because you can do school at your own pace type of thing mm-hmm. yeah so you had your son when you were 16 17 so you had him when you were 17 but you were pregnant when you were 16 mm-hmm. is what I mean how was that like finding out because I feel like for me uh-huh. I had him I found I had just turned 17 when I found out and I don't know like it didn't make me feel better but all I knew is like I had one more year of high school left like right. if I could just bear it one more year I'll be okay but for you I think you still had two years left um yeah, so basically, I like I said, I was in and out of school. I was in school, but I would skip school a lot. I wasn't really good at school. I had, I know I had to graduate. Um, I was out doing God knows what, and I I was behind on credits. Yeah. So my junior year, technically supposed to be my senior year, I um went to Mesquite Academy, was pregnant. When did I have Jenna? November. So I graduated probably like six months early. Yes. Girl, yeah. I was on it. Yeah. Like, and the crazy thing about it, my baby daddy. Hate saying baby daddy, but I'm going <laughs> to call him baby daddy. <laughs> my baby dad's was literally there with me. At the school? Yes, girl. Oh. So he and I lived together. If y'all remember, me and him would literally like match to school. Oh we God. really would. It was y'all so corny. <laughs> it was so corny. And then we like... We got into this big old fight, and then that's when, like, we started having issues. So then, like, everyone knew we were not, like, together. We stopped matching. <laughs> like, oh, she's wearing red. It's very green. Oh, she was one of, yeah, I was one of those. I ain't even going to front. <laughs> that's so funny. So, you know, yeah. I forgot those people. People did that. You just reminded me. I was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, long story short, um, I had a lot of credits to catch up on and actually being pregnant with Santana um I was able to like catch up on my credits graduate six months early have that time to spend with my son walk the stage get my diploma and to literally two weeks later I went to beauty college and yes yeah you're like no breaks what is that No breaks. Well, I thank my mom for that because I wanted to be one of those. I'm about to be home chilling with my baby. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom was like, you're going to get your ass in college 
and you're gonna graduate there's no in ands if or buts about it you're gonna do it I'm like I ain't about to do that <laughs> like but mom, I yeah. yeah like I ended up doing it and I was just like I look back now and I'm like wow like I really really like thank my mom for that because when I graduated I I was like 18 19 yeah so but yeah mm-hmm. when you graduated college mm-hmm. wow and okay. then shortly after i um i started my i guess you can say my beauty career like um i had a friend who was working at a department store at kohl's and she was like hey come come apply they're opening up like a makeup counter type of ordeal and i was like all right bet my first job ever, girl, I was the freaking supervisor. What? <laughs> Jesus. Oh that's what God. I said. I was like, <laughs> y'all sure y'all want me to do this? Oh and the God. only reason why I agreed to it, check this out. <laughs> why? Because they were like, we're going to fly you to Orlando in like a month. I was, I was like, like yes, I too. bet you got it. <laughs> did you, but did you go to Orlando? I did. Yes. Sorry. So they did that. I stayed there for two years. I went to two Orlando trips. I was Dang. like, gang, gang. Like, what's That's up? badass. Yes. <laughs> but did you, were you able to bring your son? That's a bad thing. I wasn't able to bring him. He was a baby around the time. Yeah. Right. So I want to say he was like one at the time oh okay yeah no too young for him to even enjoy but that's still badass though like that's yeah so i will say you know since i did start my um career such a young age i have been blessed throughout this journey yeah like you've had a lot of good opportunities yeah what made you want to do this on your own like this like um like have your own name and like have your own like your own clients you don't work Uh under nobody like what made you want to do this honestly Mm mm-hmm I'm just the boss. Like, ever since I was a little kid, I could remember, like, my parents would give me money. Mm -hmm. I would go buy candy, get some candy, go to school, sell that candy, flip it. Like, I I have always been like that. Even when I was in beauty college, I went, you know, them little, um, those MAC, like, pigments? Mm -hmm. I got some on eBay, girl. Went back up to my beauty college, flipped them things for, like, five, ten dollars each. People were buying them, so yeah, you just always just have that mentality. I've always been a hustler, like always. Um, And I don't like, I don't like being told what to do. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. I I like being the boss. Yeah. (laughs) And what what better way to do it? I kind of feel like I was telling you this. I was like, oh, so so you work while your son's in school. Mm -hmm. You can pick your own hours, and then you can work weekends or not if you don't want to. And like your whole week is is what you know what you're gonna do all week because you're in charge of planning it. I Correct. love that. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the and you get to be at home. Like if you had your baby been had Satana been like not school age, mm-hmm. you could be here with him. You of know. Of course. And I love that because this is like a a career a job that is both accessible for I don't know like for a a, a mom. And also for just somebody who who is trying to do like their own business, like their own their own their own career. Correct. You know that's the beauty about this industry that I'm in. There are so many avenues that you can take that you are able to be a boss for yourself. You know you do have to put in a little bit of work and you know time into it to build your clientele up. However, if you are you know the ish.com then you mm-hmm. will your clients will follow you yeah so. and that's one thing too it's like honestly I, I i would not be able to mess with someone's eyes <laughs> or let alone their eyelashes yeah, or girl. just like anything like that just because one i want i'm such a pleaser like i it has mm-hmm. to be done the way that they want it and if yeah. it's not i feel like shit and mm-hmm. i'm sure you're like that too and also i'm a perfectionist so i feel like i would be there way longer than i need to be yeah just to because like one thing is bothering me like just i don't even know what but no honestly praise to you that you can like work on people's eyes and then obviously have like really good lashes and things like that so yeah so one of the things that i feel like me and you have in common a little bit Uh is that you talk to a lot of women and they open up to you because you have them here for an hour Mm -hmm. Just like, it's <laughs> kind of like what I do, you know, but it's more of a vulnerable situation because they're laying down with their eyes closed and you're messing with their eyes, mm-hmm. but they'll tell you literally everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So like, I remember, um, always going to like hair salons or like just pretty much salons with my mom and like hearing her 
like um, vent out to like the hairstylist right when i've gotten my eyelashes done or just like my eyebrows done or anything where i have to be like laying down i do open up like what is that what, what is, is it um honestly i feel like it's for one your eyes are closed for so long in my you know situation um and it's the right questions that you're asking yeah you know and i personally this is our first time meeting i feel like i've known you for a while hey i have that like yeah that vibe that like gravitational pull yeah exactly so i feel like we both have that yeah i mean to me that's just what it is okay Yeah, yeah because i can easily open up to somebody but then when it's like the opposite way, I'm like, hold on, like this is mm-hmm. this is cool, but it's crazy. But uh, we were trying to record while getting my lashes done, mm-hmm. but honestly, just what it, the quality of the recording wouldn't have turned out so good. But right. that's for another time. Next time, yeah. <laughs> so a, a little, I want to go back to you in high school with your baby. Um, so you were, you said that you were like matching with your boyfriend, mm-hmm. all those things. Like, how long did y'all date? before you had your your son okay so we dated i want to say we dated for two years before i got pregnant um my parents were going through their little situation so i ended up having to have moved to um mcallen texas for the summer Mm -hmm. three months girl sounds like torture sounds like a bad time yeah I mean I missed it because I had my boyfriend at the time um I did miss you know growing up around here and whatnot but long story short um moved over there was on birth control my mom was like oh you're you're having sex I'm gonna put you on birth control I'm like okay we moved to McAllen I'm not having sex with anyone yeah and it was depo and oh. those things only last for three months. Moved back. As soon as I moved back, had sex with my dude. <laughs> got pregnant. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> honestly, that was all bad timing. But yeah. it, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, day, you're probably like one or two days late from the depot shop. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you gotten the depot shop? That was the first time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. First yeah. and last time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So then you got pregnant, and what what did your mom think? She thought, like, you're on birth control. Like, what the heck? This wasn't supposed to happen. Well, after that, um, I came back, was doing the same thing I was doing the previous year, skipping school. She was like, all right, bet you want to be with that boy? Go be with that boy. She kicked me out. (sighs) Yeah, we come from a... It was the house was full anyways. There was like five people there. So she was like, whatever, go with your dude. Went with my dude, ended up getting pregnant. I remember like saying, I think I'm pregnant. Like I missed my period. I told him, I was like, hey, I think I'm pregnant. And he went and bought me some tests and I took 12 of them hoes. And I was like, yeah, I was like, nah, (laughs) scratch that. That one's fake. That one's not real. Yeah. And then I was like, I went to literally Dollar Tree and I was like, if this thing comes out, Mm -hmm. you know, positive, I'm legit pregnant. Oh, my God. If I'm buying this shit from the dollar store. Yeah. I'm for real, for real pregnant. So I was pregnant. I was like, I was like, I'm not I wasn't scared. I've always been, like, ahead of my time. Always acted, like, more mature than what I, you know, Mm -hmm. than my age. So I told him, I was like, hey, I'm pregnant. He didn't really say much. He was like, okay, what are we going to do? And I'm like, be parents, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, abortion never crossed my mind. I know there's choices out there that that was never, like, one of, that was never my first choice. Yeah. So... I I told myself, my mom, like, ever since I was little, she was like, if you're going to have sex, deal with the consequences. And mm-hmm. that's something that was always, like, replaying in my head. So I was like, all right, bet. For the most part, um, since I did get pregnant, my mom was not, she was not having it. Yeah. So probably, like, three or four months, she was not speaking to me. Um, I had to literally, like, get on my hands and knees and beg her really like, please talk to me my really? mom was my best friend yeah. yeah she still is to this day but so how how early did you find out you're pregnant 
Girl, it was probably like 12 weeks. That's me. Hell yeah. Wow. Like, I was yeah. like 12 weeks. Yeah. So you're like way past your first trimester. Like, mm-hmm. so that means, so did you even have any symptoms? Like you didn't suspect? No, girl. Like oh my God. Santana, praise the Lord. He was a good baby. Yeah. No symptoms, no morning sickness. You know what? I take that back. Okay. I do take that back. The only way that I did like find out that I was like, something was off yeah yeah. was that my lower back was hurting and if you knew me back then i was a stick figure with a butt (laughs) literally so like i was always eating i was like why can't i stop eating then i googled Mm. like why does my lower back hurt and they're like fucking self-diagnosing myself (laughs) i was like damn i got like a std or something or something's going wrong and then no i went to doctors girl you're pregnant girl you're pregnant yeah (laughs) you got the case of pregnant dang Mm -hmm. so then you tell him and his reaction was just kind of like what do we do he was honestly nonchalant um looking back now there's a lot of like red flags because like i said i was living with he and his parents and his sister and um he made me go tell his mom yeah why that was a red flag i was like you little bitch yeah <laughs> i was like you come tell her yeah and then the thing about it is like the mom knows okay so newsflash like i don't really know spanish that well mm-hmm. i'm learning <laughs> she doesn't know really good english oh so geez. it was like we were watching a novella first oh, of all <laughs> And I was just like, how the fuck am I going to tell her, like, I'm pregnant? Disculpe. Me le puede bajar, yeah. Excuseme. No, I'm just like, it's French. I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I had to literally be there, like, um, I haven't gotten my period. And she was just like, what you mean? Turn the volume. Yeah, yeah. She's, she looked at me and she was just like, what do you think? I'm like. And no, I already knew I was pregnant. Yeah, you just wanted her to finish the uh sentence type of thing, yeah. So it was literally like, what, like 10 at night? And she was like, okay, we can go get you a test right now. But we never did. They went the next morning, and sure enough. Whoa. Yeah. Was she, I don't know, did her reaction like, was was her reaction like when she found out it was confirmed, was it like a good or was it, was she kind of just like surprised? I don't know. Um... She, they're they're just like really chill people okay so they never really gave like a reaction oh, okay my people on the other hand right because yeah you're the girl like yeah. i don't know if, and i'm yeah. the oldest girl oh okay so they're like you got a reputation to uphold yeah and type shit you got so. people you're influencing yeah what they say so my mom she was really like upset with it I thought my dad was going to be really upset with it. It was my mom. My dad was like, it's okay, mija. Like, we'll get through this. Aww. He literally, like, made me cry. He was just like, you know, it's okay. Like, I'll be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. And your mom was more of the cold shoulder. You said that she didn't talk to you for months. Oh, yeah. She didn't talk to me for, like, four months. Um, I think because she was more so disappointed that, you know, Ever since I was little, she would tell me stuff like, don't get pregnant. You know, it can it, it's going to be bad. It's going to be a hard life. Because my mom was a, a teen mom. She had my oldest brother whenever um, she was 17. Yeah. So, it, like, she didn't want the cycle to repeat. Mm-hmm. And it did. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. That, I feel like I feel like you're we have so much in common because my mom was also a young parent and mm-hmm. she also didn't want that. And then I repeated the, the cycle. Yeah. We were both pregnant in high school. Just, I feel like there's so much things that we have in common, yeah. but how was that relationship with him? Cause I'm, I just met your, your, your boyfriend now. And <laughs> I can tell you that's probably not the same boyfriend no, you've had. No. So was your relationship? Cause obviously when you're, when you're in a relationship, when you're younger and you feel like forever, it doesn't seem like that long. It doesn't seem like all these worries and all these things that you look for in a man. Like, I don't think you think about that when you're younger. Right. So was it, and then you say you, you always matched with him. <laughs> Would you say that that relationship was always good? Like, I don't know, because y'all were young and stuff, you know, um, to be completely honest and not every relationship is good. Um, 
when I found out I was pregnant with my son, he made me believe that, you know, he was going to take care of me. It was going to be peaches and cream, all of that good stuff. You know, I believed him. I was 17. Um, you know, I was young. I didn't really have a mind of my own. And he was the only one, you know, with open arms. Yeah, it seemed like he was the only one on your team. At exactly. This time. Yeah. So to answer your question, um, it was hard. I mean, we I grew up with brothers, so I'm not even going to front like I have a bad temper. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times, you know, especially in like the Mexican culture, the man is macho. He has the last word. Yeah. They have the last word stuff like that so we would always get into it and then finally like he started like putting his hands on me yeah and me being me I'm not a little girl like I'm gonna hit you back so when I was pregnant we were literally like fist fighting really when I was pregnant yeah we were fist fighting um I'm not gonna like I was at that time I should have been more mature and been like no like you do you I'm gonna walk away no I I wasn't I was just in the moment like ready to fight yeah so yeah I I remember this one time before I had Santana um he would we would get into it and be like I'm going to my parents he was like no you're not going to your parents you're gonna stay here with me you're mine and and the faces he would make girl like just like evil like evil eyes on me I would get so scared and whenever I get scared or nervous I laugh yeah so I would do that and that would make him even more mad so he would just like push me around I can say he never physically like punched me but he would like choke me keep in mind I'm pregnant so he would choke me slam me body slam me on the ground pull my hair drag me across the room while I'm pregnant with his child. Oh my god. And his oh And his parents god. his parents were there, but they would never like really say anything. Did they see him do that? No, they never saw him do it. I take that back. One time. The one time they did. Yeah. Oh my god. But they never told him anything. So Yeah. And you did that while you were pregnant? And did you ever think like I had to tell somebody or no? No. I didn't want to tell my mom. And then my mom finally, you know, she she finally was like, hey, from a neighbor, like, I guess the neighbor told my mom, like, hey, I think, you know, Sable's, he's hitting her. So she asked me. And of course, like, I didn't want to tell her that here I am, 17, pregnant, getting hit. I don't want to, I didn't want to disappoint her even more, you know? Right. So I told her no. Wow. Until finally I had to tell her, like, I I need to move out. Like, he's hitting me. But I didn't want to tell her because going back to my parents' house was, there's a lot of, like, verbal abuse. I didn't want to raise my kid in, you know, you know an environment It just like kind of felt like you were going from a dirty pool to another dirty exactly. pool. Exactly. Like, so. You know, yeah. I was kind of stuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So So how long did you did you have to go through that for? So I want to say the last straw was whenever Santana was 3. Really? Yeah. He's 7 right now. Yeah. Wow. So when Santana was 3, this was the last straw girl. Like I put up with all that. It wasn't always like that. Like We'd be good for some months and then he would, he would do something or I wanted, here was another thing. Here's another thing. Like I was 17, 18. Keep in mind, I was, I was still a little kid. I wanted to go out clubbing. I wanted to go to parties, but he was, he would say stuff like, you're not going out. You're a mom. You shouldn't be going out. But he, on the other hand, could go out. Mm. So he would go out. I'd be home with the baby. Um, I wanted to be free. Yeah. He, I, the only way that I can say this is I was a, I was literally like a bird trapped in a bird cage when I was with him. And 
I did go to beauty college and I was learning that I was beautiful and I could make other people beautiful and I didn't feel beautiful when I was with him. Yeah. I wasn't able to like live that life to where I could, you know, get complimented on or anything like that. Like if anyone even looked at me, he would look at me and be like, I would have to like look, make my eyes look down. Like he didn't want to see none of that shit. He just didn't want nobody to see the potential you exactly. had. Exactly. Yeah. And that you, you hit the, the nail on the head. That's just what it was because looking back now, he was very insecure. Yeah. So just like trying to disable you any way that he could Mm -hmm. to say this. I felt like going through domestic violence was better than going through verbal abuse with the people in my house. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I can say, well, but still like that's, I just kind of feel like that mindset to have like this, this abuse versus this abuse. I take this one. It's just like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you are in a different situation. Your mm-hmm. son is seven. First yeah. of all, I just want to talk about his name. I love his name. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I've only know, I only know one Santana mm-hmm. and that's like the most infamous person, but like or famous person. But like, that's a really beautiful name. And I don't know. And then to have it on a boy is just like, oh, I love it. Thank I you. Love it. Yeah. But um, well, first off, how'd you come up with that name? Uh-huh. No, <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you the real story and then I'll tell you the story that I tell everybody. Okay. <laughs> the real story is when I was younger, I used to hang around my OG pops, rest in peace pops. Um, he had a homeboy who was rapping his, his rap name was Santana with the S. Mm. So I was like, he was like, you gonna have a boy. And I was like, nah, chill. He was like, nah, you're going to have a boy name him Santana. And I was just like, Hmm. I bet. So I ended up having a boy and I was like, that's what I'm going to name him. I'm going to name him Santana. Literally the, the day that I was having my baby shower, I was like Santana with an X. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Exactly. My name is Sable with an X. Uh huh. So I was like, it's going to be Santana with an X. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's even more awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Okay, so anyway, go back. Just a little mm. ramble about Santana. Um, wow, that's cool, though. Okay, so so you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. All this is happening. You stayed with him until your son was three, though, right? Right. But did any of that give you any complications during your pregnancy? I can imagine, like, mm. stress and depression or just, like, So any complications? No. Um, I was always sad. I can't remember, like, my pregnancy being happy. Um, I think the Lord above that, you know, there's one time that he did choke me out and I couldn't breathe and I just like kept hyperventilating. Like he choked me that long that I just, I, it was bad, but I went to like an ambulance and that was that. And really, yeah, yeah. they took my heartbeat. They took the baby's heartbeat and they were like, he's, he's, his heartbeat is really, really fast. But if you have any like. Did you tell them what had happened or no? I didn't tell them. <gasps> Did I didn't want to tell them. So it wasn't until I was fed up, done with it, when Santana was three, that I moved out and I, pr- I put a restraining order on him. Oh. But okay. if you if people know, like, where my family lives and where his family is, literally the street behind literally the street behind my parents house he could literally cut through the alley <laughs> yeah and, and get, get to, to my room. yard yeah so so then that did that restraining order even work or no i filed but i didn't give a shit like i was domestic abused domestically abused so you're I still, still in him. that mindset yeah i still loved him yeah it didn't matter like him and i fighting and fist fighting each other i didn't give a shit i have your baby you're the only person who I'm giving my body to. You're the only person I've had their child to. I'm. I don't care. Like, you're mine. I'm yours. Type shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And so for me, I don't know. For me, I kind of feel like, in those situations, just from an outsider's perspective, mm-hmm. to me, I just kind of feel like I want to help the the girl out so much. I want to like shake her and be like, "You don't deserve this. Right. Like, come on. Let's let's get out of this." But what is it like to be that girl to like, did you, did you have anyone around you being like, girl, get out of that? 
So I fell off the face of the earth. I didn't talk to anybody. Was I on social media? Rarely. I didn't really speak to anyone. Only people I have was my family. And it wasn't until finally, like, when I had to tell my mom, like, we were getting to fistfights. And it was so, like, back and forth. Like, one minute I'd be like, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm going to go move into my parents. And then I'd move into my parents. And then their, you know, issues, I couldn't take it. So I'd move back into the, his house. And it was that, like, so like so much that my parents were like, you're going to do what you're going to do. Don't involve us. Wow. So they had completely like exactly not abandoned you, but like gave up on the situation. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So so then no, I guess no one like I guess there was no one out there besides family that was like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. And keep in mind, like I had I had Santana and I was going to beauty college. So I didn't drive. I learned to drive when I was 21. Really? Yeah. I was scared to drive, girl. Like, So how were you getting around to school? He was taking me to school. Mm -hmm. So I would literally have to go to school with like, I would have bruises on my arms, on my body. I I would always wear like a long sleeve. Really? Like shirt or a jacket because, you know, like I'm, I'm in people's faces. Like they see stuff like that. So I would always like have my body covered. You could never know because I'm a good, I have a good mask. You know yeah. what I mean? So a good poker face. Exactly. Yeah. Whoa. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I've always, I've seen victims or I've seen like women who like, who come from a relationship that's like that and they stay or they go back and things like that. And now it's just like, I don't know. Like I always see these horrible memes or like horrible conversations where like that bitch is stupid. Like they'll say shit like that. Right. But you said it always kind of just seemed like you were fine. Yeah. But it seemed like the only person that had the problem was the abuser mm-hmm. because they were insecure or they just wanted you not to shine. But you were going to beauty school. Mm-hmm. He never like opposed that or anything like that. No, he didn't because, again, red flag, he didn't have a job. Oh. He, I was going to be the breadwinner. And he plus he was living with mommy and daddy. They were taking care of him. They okay. still are till this day. So yeah, well, that's what it was. And my dad and him are still close. <laughs> and I think my dad was in his ear, you know, telling him like, hey, she's going to go or whatever. So the days that or weeks or months that me and my son's father um, weren't on good terms, my dad would take me to school. Oh, OK. Yeah. Whoa, so little did he know, like, the one favor he was doing for you was going to be that one thing that, Mm -hmm. like, gave you your wings to fly. (laughs) Yes, girl. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, so to move past that, I mean, I guess, like, the only thing I want to get out of that, or the only thing I want to ask you about that, just because you went through it for for quite a while, Uh nine months plus three years, um, what would you say to someone who is in a relationship like that right now, or had just, had just left one but still want to go back to it okay what i'd say to someone who is in that situation is there's always someone who is going to help you out you may think that it's going to be forever that you're going to be in this situation and you're not going to be always you should always be your number one priority yeah because without a happy mom there is no happy mom and baby Mm -hmm. yeah it's like everything you want your baby to be starts with you exactly we want them to be confident and nice and supportive you have to be all that of course yeah that's good that's good advice um but Okay, so to get out of that topic, I'm, I really appreciate you opening up about that, especially because, like, it's something so dark, and it's something that, like, not many people, like, especially when they get out of it, they don't want to talk about it anymore, but I appreciate that you were willing to open about that, but now <laughs> I want to talk about your baby and your pregnancy. So despite having that rocky relationship, and you say that you don't remember, like, a lot of happy times during your pregnancy, did you still have, like, a baby shower, things like that? Yeah, I had a baby shower. Um, Kudos to my mom. She always made sure, like, 
when events need to be, you know, planned, she's the planner. So she made sure that I had a baby shower. Yes. And so whenever you, and also when you graduated, things like that, Mm -hmm. did it seem like your, your family was like, yes, go you like supportive on that. Yeah. Girl, my dad told me when I graduated high school, my dad said, you can only do this once because a lot of Hispanic people or not only Hispanic people, they have one shot. And if your parents are helping you, that's what it's going to be. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's for I guess I know what you're saying. Like for a lot of people, it seems like obvious you graduate high school. Right. But you're, we're first generation. Like exactly. we're our parents didn't graduate high school. So we're that person that's going to start it. And to, to other people, it might seem like a really easy concept to understand, like graduate high school. What the hell? You know, right. but to us, it's like it's a milestone because, you know, I mean, I don't know if that person had a tutor at home, but. I don't think me and you did, no. you know, and just that pressure to finish just just because like they didn't was weren't able to. It's like higher. Right. Yeah. And my dad also did say if you're when you. When you go to school, make sure what you go to school for is something that you're going to love to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you graduate and you have your baby graduated high school six months later. Um, walk the stage a year later, walk the stage again, um, with honors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Since my dad was taking me, I had to be on time to school. Oh, okay, to and yeah. from school. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so you got your, your cosmetology license. Yeah. Cosmo license. Um, and my son was there every step of the way. Um, I know a lot of people say like, when you have a baby, your life is over. Mm-hmm. I technically don't feel like that, especially if you have a tribe helping you. Yeah. Um, I just kind of feel like that just it's just a little bit harder, but yeah, it's not over. Of course. Yeah. And two, I feel like my son is actually like experiences like these milestones that I'm going through. Right. Like we're growing up together. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. One thing you said earlier to me and I thought it was so precious is um, I think our kids like they see us like in like, the big um how would you say it like a big microscope i guess like mm-hmm. wherever we're everything to them and so whenever you said that um you went to the doctor yeah. what did he tell the doctor so he told the doctor the doctor was like what does your mom do for work he was like my mom can do your lashes she can do your hair you know that stuff where you pull off the waxing <laughs> and She's a model. Oh my god! I was like, "Yes, baby." Yes. You're like in the back, just like snapping, like <laughs> right. Tell them. You know yes. what's up? <laughs> like you tell them. I love that because, like you said, like they're here to witness all that. Yeah. And whether you had him young or not, whether all that, like they could just they saw you like leaving to school, and then you know your business here. So you work from home, right? Did you start right away working for yourself the first year, like after you had your license, or no? So once I first got my license, um, I didn't really know much because when you're in like trade school, they teach you the basics. So I went to work for a salon for probably like six months. It was commission based. I wasn't really making money. The location of where the salon was at, it was not really like so much foot traffic. Okay. So I quit that job, went to Kohl's, worked that for two years, um, got tired of that. Went to work for European Wax Center, did that for almost two years, um, learned another trade, went to do lash extensions, did that for two years. And along the way, like these people are following me. Mm. Um, I feel like when I, I capped, like I capped at these different like trades once you master something, to me personally, once I master something, I feel like, I, I, what's the next thing for me? Mm-hmm. You know? Like this is it. Like that's it. Yeah, like, what this, else? Yeah. Yeah. So those were franchises. I was like, I can't, I can't like win here. I, I'm not gonna make money, the money that the kind of money that I want. Mm-hmm. So I just grew tired of it. I was like a modern day slave there. And one day I was just like. I would text my best friend. I'm like, bro, I'm quitting today. Today's the day I'm quitting. I'm walking out this bitch. This is it. And then I'd be like, 
no wait 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 i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i gotta pay bills exactly so then finally i was just like if i don't like go out on a limb and like have faith i will never Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be working for someone else's dream instead of mine for forever yeah for forever so i was just like Lord, if this, you know, if this is what you want, if this is my calling and you know I will succeed, I will, I'm going to do it. And here I am six months later. And your studio, like, this is so <laughs> you and it's like so cute. And I, I think it's really cool. Like, I've, 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 I've got my lashes done. I've been to, I've been to Amazing Lash actually. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I don't know, like Amazing Lash, I have like a little studio, little rooms. This mm-hmm. is, I feel like this is so cozy and I don't know. It's just, Thank I love you. it. And the fact that it's at your home, girl, like I love that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. So you started working on your own. I mean, no, you started working period. You got a job with Amazing Benefits that took you on vacations. Were you still in that relationship during all that or... So the last, the final straw with my son's father was whenever I started working at European Wax Center. Okay. That was it. I couldn't take it anymore. You know, when you're, when you are a young parent and just young period, you don't know who you are. You know, you're still growing. You're still like you know, still thinking like, what, what is it that I want to be in life? Um, he, he wasn't, I was moving up and he was just like stagnant. Yeah. And I saw that I, looking back now, like there was a lot of red flags that I ignored that my mother, you know, warned me about. And I was just like, Oh no girl, I got it. Like I'm a grown ass Mm. woman. I know what I'm doing. I got a baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I already know. I already know. You can't tell me nothing more. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, the last straw was, oh my God, I don't want to tell it, but whatever. It, it Maybe this can help someone else out. So the last straw was like, me and my friends wanted to go to a club. This is my first, I've never been to a club in my life. I was like, all right, bet I'm going to look cute. Literally bought an outfit two months in advance. Really? You were looking forward to it? That's what I'm saying. Like, I never went out. The only places I would go out was, like, to the movies. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, I planned this. I'm gonna... Girl, I got this cute little skirt, this little top. He didn't let me go. He was like, all right, you can go. Literally, the night of, he was like, no, you ain't going. And I'm just like, excuse me? Mm -hmm. I've been planning for this shit for two months. Like, you ain't gonna tell me nothing. So, after that, like, bitch mode activated. Like, you don't, you're not going to let me go? All right, bet. I'm going to make your life a living hell now. So, it was just, like, a lot of, like, fuck yous. I hate yous. I'm moving out. And the last I'm moving out turned into a gun pointed to my head. Really? While my one-year-old was in the one-and-a-half, two-year-old was in the corner screaming, don't be mean to my mom. Don't be mean to my mom. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> yeah. So I remember like it was yesterday, girl. Like the top floor, we had the whole top floor. No one was home. It was just me and Santana and his dad. So I was like, I'm moving out. I don't want to be here anymore. You treat me like I'm just some birds trapped in a cage and I get to do whatever you want me to do i i i know i have potential yeah you just don't want me to fly and that's that's exactly how i felt so finally he was just like if you fucking leave i'm killing you oh my god i'm like okay whatever he slams the door i'm literally trying to escape through the window the upstairs the second floor window leaving my kid there and so you he, were just like gone. I was gone, bro. Like he literally comes back inside the room with a gun. He cocks it back, points it at at me. My son's in the corner of the bed. He he couldn't even talk. So he must have been like two and a half yeah. going on three or something. Cocks it back and he's like, if you fucking leave, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, 
at that point, I was like, fucking do it. Just do it. Kill me now. Like, I don't give a fuck. Kill me now. He drops the gun and then proceeds to choke me. My son backs door him, hits him in the back of the head. Keep in mind, a little two and a half, almost three-year-old hits him in the back of the head. Get off my mom. Get off oh my, my mom. God. And after that, I was like, I can't do this. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do this with you. So after that, I told my dad what happened and my dad was livid. He was like, if I see him, I will kill him. And I will go to jail. So we will get your stuff tomorrow. I didn't get any of that stuff back. No? No. What did he do with it? He he threw it outside so his dogs can play in or something. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't care. It's just stuff, but. I yeah, left. Yeah. That was it. Girl. Oh, my God. Whenever you told me earlier, like, yeah, we broke up. I was just thinking, like, I was going to say you're the lucky one because a lot of women don't get away from that. But, oh, my God. You could never tell just by seeing me, like, all the stuff that I went through. Yeah. But I've been through it. Um, if I've been through it, you can get through it. Anyone who's out there that that is touched by this, like, I'm telling you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, don't don't stop. Keep going. Um, and there's always help out there. And I've never told and I've never told anyone this story. I didn't. I told my mom. Yeah. She was like, yeah, fuck him. We're, <laughs> we're never going to. She doesn't she doesn't like him anymore. But anyways, I told my um, my current boyfriend. He was like, damn, like you could have never told. I've never I haven't told anyone. I've never told my best friend. I've never told anyone like. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. It's such a like it's such a huge story. Like, I don't know. Like, how could you like. Yeah. And and to me, girl, like it's embarrassing. Like I'm Sable of Dallas. Like mm-hmm. I don't want people to be like, oh, Sable of Dallas, she got her ass beat when she was you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it makes you feel less of a person. But got that it, shit yeah. is that's the shit that literally has made me who I am to this day. Yeah. You gotta pick up you got I mean we're handed cards that we don't we're not we don't see our cards, you know. Like, exactly. And then we gotta just deal with it. Okay. But I mean, you know what? Like, I don't know. I feel like you turned your life entirely around, you know? Yeah. And one thing, one other thing you were telling me about your son is like, he's super sweet. Like he helps <laughs> you with your home business. Like he'll come in here and be like, do you need anything? Are you yes, okay? That's my, that's my baby. Um, I am really like loving with him. Yeah. I make sure like, I'm like a touchy, like, what, how can I say it? Like touchy type of person and a verbal person so i'm gonna tell you that i love you i'm gonna hug you i'm gonna like touch your hair i'm gonna like pinch your cheeks i'm gonna kiss you on your cheeks mm. and that i will say he does get from me because his dad is not like that yeah one thing i like to ask a lot of my moms on here is how they delivered their baby and i guess <laughs> like to go all the way back but like how did you deliver santana so I was supposed to be induced at doctor's hospital. Um, my doctor, since I was a, a younger mom, I was on Medicaid. Mm-hmm, so I didn't same. really have like choices or whatever. So I delivered um, at doctor's hospital. My doctor was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Why? She was trash because I only met her once and that was in the delivering room. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that's how it is or not because... Obviously, I don't have another kid, so I can't, like... Right. Can't, yeah. yeah can't really. Can't. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I remember I was supposed to be scheduled for an induction. Showed up on a full moon. Nope. I did not get induced. <laughs> Everyone and their grandma was having babies that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Waited. Um, this is, I'm still so mad about this. He was supposed to be born on 11-11-11. <gasps> they yeah. cheated you they from They played us that. so bad. That's why I was so mad. I was like... Fuck, doc- fuck doctor's hospital yeah <laughs> and his doctor yeah so what day was he born 11 14 11 <sighs> yeah you could have just been like now today so right. was he born naturally or you still got induced i had to get induced i okay. was um i want to say i was like two centimeters dilated oh so i had to get induced um i remember i they did the, what is it potassium 
that's not potassium. No, not potassium. Um, <laughs> magnesium. What? I don't know. I don't think that's <laughs> what it is. I got magnesium, girl. I don't know about well, you. I don't remember what it was called. Potassium. Yeah, we're going to say bananas, right? <laughs> yeah so anyways whatever i got induced with that shit set off real quick i remember i was like laying on my side i was like hmm let me just turn over right quick i turned over looked at the clock it was 11 11 11 uh-huh. i felt a pop my water pop my your water broke my yeah. water broke i was like <laughs> what is this like it feels so weird and then tmi but it smelled like almonds to me hmm yeah i was okay. like this smells kind of good but <laughs> ew you know yeah um shortly after that my contractions were you know just horrible horrible i want to say i waited till like five six centimeters till i got um that epidural, epidural yeah. girl i was like the whole time I was there, because there at Doctor's Hospital, the rules were like, you're supposed to only have like two people in there at a time or whatever. So I had my mom in there and I was like, I'm so sorry, mom, for everything. Aww. Just cut him out of me. I regret this. Oh my Girl, God. I, I was a little bitch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it came out at that time. Yeah. Yes. And then to top it all off, like. I got there. What time did I get there? Like 10 o'clock. I didn't have until like seven in the morning. Oh, yeah. So, so I was really tired. And then right when I was like going to push, I had to wait like an hour for my doctor to come from another hospital to deliver me. So, yeah. So, oh, my God. So so you did deliver him vaginally and do so vaginally. And the oh thing God. with that is um, this is why I say my doctor's trash. Like. She wasn't even there for like five minutes and she was like, oh, we're going to have to cut you open. I was like, excuse me, like what? Mm, yeah. <laughs> she, you know what episiotomy is? No. Okay. So episiotomy is whenever they, you know that this is probably TMI. Tell me. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> There's like that little skin between when your, your uh, butt and, and your, your uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so way back when they would like do a sh- like a straight line. No, they did like a J cut on me. So it didn't yeah. tear down to the anus or whatever. Huh. Oh, so like right before it gets down there, they just do like a little J. Like a J. What? I know that's TMI, but I don't no, give a shit. Yeah. I love that though because I get to like, I visualize you though. That's weird. Never right. mind. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> so Whoa. the doctor had to cut me. And as soon as she cut me, he just came flying out. Okay. So <laughs> so then you but you had stitches in yeah so they had to put stitches i mean i feel like it was better than me tearing from vagine to right. anus you know yeah so they had to put stitches and even like that i feel like she didn't do the stitches right because it hurt so bad like i could only sit on like one cheek <laughs> yeah girl i had to like <laughs> sit with a limp for a while <laughs> oh my god so one of the like one of my guests like two weeks ago she said that she couldn't poop without pain and that was the first time i had ever heard that yeah no that wasn't you no okay okay (laughs) thank god she made it sound so horrible but no okay good thing it wasn't you Um, yeah (laughs) oh my gosh and so i don't know one thing that i like to talk about on here a lot is just because everyone's everyone's um story with it can be very different Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I like about it. But you told me, you shared with us that you had like a super bad relationship. Did you experience a little or any type of postpartum depression? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I really did. Like looking back now, I was like, I was depressed. Um, I got a lot of hot flashes I was always angry. I was always angry like that. I guess I was like testosterone or something, but <laughs> yeah. I was always like amped. Like I always just wanted to like yell at somebody. Um, Yeah, that was my like postpartum. It wasn't even depression. Like I was just. That's what I'm saying though. Like everyone's story is different, but it's, it's a spectrum. Like it still falls under the umbrella, yeah. but the way that maybe I expressed it was different to the way you did, but yeah. it doesn't mean that wasn't postpartum depression. Yeah. So yeah, it I get what you're is, saying. Yeah. I guess since I was like so sad in like my pregnancy, I wanted to like beat my baby daddy's ass. Like I ain't pregnant no more. What's up? Yeah. You know <laughs> like, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like post up now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you finally leave him. But did you, 
Did you go back home right away or no? You didn't even go home at all. Okay, so the living situation, um, my parents were G's for this. They literally gave me the master bedroom. Hey. Yeah, so they were they like, she needs a bigger room. Yeah, they gave me the master bedroom. They lived in the garage for a while, and that was that. And then my silly self moved in with my baby father, and yeah. But then whenever you finally moved out with him, did you go, did you ever move back at home with your baby again? Or did you, like... I guess you, I guess you kind of say you did. Like you went back and forth a few back times. Back and forth, yes. Because, like I said, it's just like backyard distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. whenever you finally moved out to live on your own, mm-hmm. like how long did that take you? Let's do the math. So, I graduated high school when I was seventeen. Got my high school diploma. I mean, my college, um, my Cosmo license when I was like eighteen, ish. 19 wait 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 i moved out of my parents house when i was like 20 okay so from that time to that time i moved out when i was 20 and let me tell y'all this ladies um when you get income tax money save it yeah because if that was my way out my baby father was literally you know he was doing some illegal stuff. He had a he had a plug who could do his taxes or whatever, and he got the money. Finally, when I started working, I'm like, I'm gonna claim my son, claimed my son, got back, you know, some good amount of money. I was like, I bet I'm about to move out. That's the money I put for that down deposit, and I saved my money and I worked and I worked from home, um, doing makeup. I saved that money. I just you know like stacked my bread, save my save my money and. That's how I was able to live by myself for a certain amount of time. Then I had a friend who moved in. So I had a roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a good. That's good, though, because I do. I'd be doing that, too. But yeah. like I'll save my money for like the rest of the year. Of like they're called. There's this one purchase that came out of nowhere. My income tax money that I got, you there know, you go. but that's a good way to look at it. But damn, that was like your lifeline, I guess. Yeah. That income. That was the first income tax money that I saw. Well, I'm not going to say that because we would go half and half. It wasn't even nothing, though. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I got that whole whole amount of money back. And I was like, I bet your girl's trying to boss up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long have you lived here? So I lived in these apartments since I was 20. I lived in this complex, um, another like apartment unit. Mm hmm. I got tired of that and then I was like okay I was la- literally I was literally lash trapping in the living room <laughs> I was doing lash extensions in my living room I was embarrassed you know like my clients keep in mind where I worked at my clients are driving Maseratis and Porsches I wasn't about to bring them to the hood so they can like park their Maz right there and, <laughs> you yeah, know like yeah. I wasn't about to do that so I was like, I if I'm going to be legit about this and quit my job, I'm going to have to get a third bedroom. And that's just what I did. Yeah. And literally. So, like, this is supposed to be a whole bedroom for the condo for your apartment. Mm-hmm. And you turned it into your last stu- last studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have everything in here that you need, you know, like your lights, everything. So it kind of works out. So before you would have them in your living room, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you have like your 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 younger baby Every like all the mess that kids make, you know. Well, he my son was never a messy kid. No, thank God for like Legos. To me, people like oh Legos this and that. No, he's he's not bad with Legos. The table would be messy. Everything else, no, not really. Oh. And if it was a mess, girl it was gonna be in my room. I I'm you're not gonna see no mess. My clients oh, were not okay. gonna see no type of mess anywhere. So you're always like very cautious you about have that. To yeah, be, especially yeah. if you're trying to do your own business, like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, like definitely when I record at my house, I usually like I clean my room up. Girl, I make sure yes. like everything is like in order. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna just like my I haven't made my bed yet, but come in. You know, yeah. like no, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Different, but I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, okay. So as far as your business goes, a lot of your clientele or a lot of the way that you connect with your clients is through Instagram or like how. Right. So right now, um that I was able to, you know, go out on my own. I do have a lot of clientele that followed me. Referrals, you know, they'll refer their friends to me and 
um yeah and then instagram of course instagram has helped a lot yeah because you get to put pictures and exactly the photos of the, the the sets you do and the people you did them on yeah yeah it helps but speaking of your feed you, you recently did a boudoir <laughs> shoot and yes. i was like yes <laughs> i commented on it and that's where we started talking about doing this podcast together right yeah but i was just like oh, oh my gosh like i knew you were a mom because um, I, it said, I think it said on your bio or something like that. I'm not sure. But, or no, no, no. I didn't know you were a mom. And I looked into your thing. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to find a picture of your son. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's okay. She, she has a son. She's because a mom. Yeah, yeah, she's a mom. We're, we're like talking. And then I'm just like, does she have a girl? Does she have a boy? How many kids does she have? And so I started looking through your feed. And I was like, she doesn't post her son at all. Mm-mm. If anything not real not not at all Mm-mm. is there a reason because i posted my daughters like every day when they were babies and like i've i've archived them all like on my personal instagram mm-hmm. but yeah so the reason behind that is this instagram it was supposed to be for business i had a prior instagram that my ex made me delete mm. so all yeah. those memories are deleted don't ever do that that's my advice to y'all don't ever delete or you delete save your pictures yeah period oh my god so you did you had pictures of your son growing up on your instagram when you deleted them (gasps) yeah so this page was my business page and i turned it into like personal business you know okay yeah Mm -hmm. oh my god that's what's worse that's horrible because yeah like i said like i've archived all my videos and like they're you don't see them but when I'm talking to someone, I'm like, look at them when they're little. And I go to my Instagram. So I can't imagine, like, not having that. Yeah. Um, and then download Google Photos, y'all. Like, oh, yeah. It'll literally, <laughs> like, back up all your pictures. Oh, my gosh. So you're giving us all the advice, all the insights. Right. Putting y'all in pregame. Yeah. <laughs> Before we close, um, I want to ask you one question from... Because we did talk about this in the beginning. As so, like, Because as someone like me who I try to get people's stories, like I, I, I ask them for their stories or, you know, something like this happens. What about how do you feel when you when you just get stories from like your clients? Like, do you I'm an empath. So like I will literally how do I not to drag the question, but like I feel so like I feel for people's stories, like someone who tells me something and I think about them like after I'm gone so to have like a bunch of clients come in and tell me like something crazy, like I feel like it would impact me way too much. I don't know. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Do you feel like because because of all your clients, most all of them obviously are women. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like, oh, my gosh, you share something with me like I want to check up or like, you know, do yeah. you f- um, a lot of my clients. I know you're not supposed to uh, mix friendship with like business, but a lot of my clients, I do consider them like friends so i do text them um dm whatever like you know especially on instagram like you can literally like you see a post you send it to them just to make them like know that you're thinking of them yeah so yeah like i do get sad when they do tell me stories like that but that's what makes them you know our relationship stronger yeah it makes them come back too because they're like remember that one time you know like they want to catch up yeah yeah of course oh my gosh yeah because i know i do that and i do that literally with the lady who does my brows like we catch up and i literally tell her my whole life story that's what's what's going on with me (laughs) but then she'll share something and i leave and i'm just like oh my gosh should i text her like you know or like people who i've had on my podcast like i want to like text them be like hey how is your pregnancy like how are you doing you know things like that but I guess it's I guess it's normal what I'm getting from you. It's normal to have that. And it's probably good to do it. Mm-hmm. I just always feel weird. You know, <laughs> I don't know. One more question I have for you before we leave. Do you have any advice for not just women, but young mothers, single mothers who feel like they want to work for themselves, but like are scared to like do jump, do are scared to take that leap? Right. Um my advice to you is always invest in yourself. You can never go wrong with investing in yourself. Um, make sure you're always strategic with your next move. I cannot stress that enough. And just always know that if it's on your heart, it's meant to be. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing, for opening up. Like, 
honestly your story really surprised me like literally what you said about people who see me they will not they could not even guess i went through that yeah i, I could i can't you can't you have a really good poker face but you also have like a, like a really like you have an important mission and like i feel like you see that like first yeah exactly and i'd like to thank you for inviting me on your podcast i yeah. wish you all the success in the world thank you and girl power yes girl girl power let's high five we don't have yeah. wine tonight but we're gonna <laughs> high five to it all right so thanks so much for being a part of this yes say thank you thank you <laughs> And that's a wrap. If you know anyone that has experienced domestic violence that you think this episode might help, feel free to share it with them. And also, before you leave, give it a rate, a like on whatever platform you listen to. And thank you so much for listening. And you'll hear from me next week. Bye.